No Ali, no hurt offense. JMU beats Marshall. It's Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thanks for continuing to support uh, the channel. Where are we, like 760 uh, subscribers? Still a little bit short where I want to be. Trying to get to 1,000. It's not going to be Halloween. See if we can get it to Thanksgiving. Uh, please subscribe on YouTube. And, of course, we actually set another download record on the audio portion, so appreciate that. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify seem to be the most popular. Uh, so uh, please tell everyone they can find it there. You can find it anywhere, Locked on Sunbelt. Just search that. But those seem to be the most popular. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. We'll get back to that in a second. We'll uh, recap uh, JMU and Marshall, uh, Raging Cajuns and Georgia State, really the big ball game after JMU and Marshall. And then we'll do the rest of week eight uh, as well. Again, all kinds of you know, teams are off, actually. So a lot of off weeks, not that many games uh, this week. All right, so we may have got on to the ball game a little bit uh, late. Mama Schultz was in town. We went to a little function here in, in town in Lafayette. Uh, and for some reason, I hadn't laid anything down on JMU. And then all of a sudden, you find out, I probably could have found out a little bit earlier, but right before kickoff, found out that Rasheen Ali was not playing for Marshall. Uh, the line jumped from three and a half. I think it was six and a half, and somehow it dropped down to five and a half before I pressed okay. Uh, but but uh, we did make a little bit on that. Uh, and this game did not go the way I thought, right? I mean, I said, my goodness, doing this stuff now, I think throughout these episodes, the way these games go, very rarely do these games go the way you think they're going to go. Last night, Saints-Jaguars game didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. The end result may have been the same with Jacksonville winning, but no way did I think it was going to be 31-24, and I didn't think this game was going to be 20-9. Marshall's been putting up 1,200 yards of offense, but giving up 1,200 yards on defense, and James Madison can light up the scoreboard. It was 3-0 at half. 3-0 at half. Then it was 3-2. Bottom of the sixth. <laughs> and finally, Jordan McLeod, who got banged up a little bit, uh, led James Madison on a couple of touchdown drives and Marshall just had nothing. And, and, and as a guy who had, you know, was given five and a half points, the only way that Marshall was going to get on the scoreboard was a fluky, you know, tipped interception, pick six, scoop and score or a kickoff return. And that's exactly what happened. That was the only points that and a safety. That's it. Red, uh, let's see here. It was uh, Jaden Harrison, 94 yard kickoff return, made it 20 uh, to nine. And you get a stop and a score, and all of a sudden you, you lose on that five and a half points. But, you know, I'm sure, you know, quickly Kurt Signetti realized they don't have Rasheen Ali. No Rasheen Ali. There's no martial offense. And it, it, it looked that way. This is how bad the Marshall offense was. They threw for 173 yards. They have a total of 169 yards. Huh. That's minus four rushing. Now, in college, as most of us know, 
When you get sacked, they take it off the rushing totals. Uh, they had eight sacks. Marshall got sacked eight times. Well, Cam Fancher can't throw it downfield. Not if he doesn't have any time. Not if guys are in his face the whole time. He obviously did not have a good game. 17 of 30 uh, overall. 173 yards and one interception, which was a really good defensive play. Ball's underthrown, but a really good defensive play by a linebacker uh, in, in coverage. Uh, Jordan McLeod, 21 of 31, 264 yards, a touchdown and an interception. He also, what, led led James Madison in rushing. What do you have? Six carries, 69 yards. As again, all of a sudden, Marshall's defense uh, was playing well. All right. They still give up, I guess, technically 400 yards, but, you know, a lot of empty calories in that. They gave up two, yeah, 405 yards. I, you know, they just weren't getting gashed, right? We didn't see the super big, big play. So let's see what the touchdown plays were. Again, we were sort of, well, had this on, on the side, uh, out to dinner and uh, watching Saints. Let's see here. Uh, Jordan McLeod, a six-yard run. Reggie Brown, a 28-yard pass. That's not, I mean, it technically is explosive, but that's not like the huge gash plays that they were giving up you know, the last few weeks, but now that's still, you know, 1600 yards of offense over the last uh, four ball games, but whatever Marshall's defensive issues were, they, they fixed them, obviously. Now, again, I'm going to think that Kurt Signetti is telling me that, you know, obviously Marshall cannot move the ball and they figured that out quickly, right? I don't know what the split was on the, on the halves, but you know, they weren't doing anything. So Kurt Signetti, if, if given the opportunity, doesn't have to go for it on fourth and three at midfield or fourth and two. We're just going to punt it away and punt it away. They did. They had a bunch inside the 10 yard line. Bunch inside the five. And so they don't need to, you know, they don't need to be super aggressive because Marshall can't do anything. Uh, and that was a clear how much that was the offensive line issues, how much that was Camp Bancher, how much that was lack of Rasheen Ali and lack of a running attack. Right. Like you don't have to all of a sudden load the box. You can play a little bit soft if you want. We don't have to worry about, you know, Rasheen Ali having a big ball game. Uh, but that tells you how good Rasheen Ali is. Is basically what it does. Now, I'm not sure. I have not read on why Ali uh, missed the ball game. We'll find that out more today. Uh, but. You know, how do you change your game plan moving forward, right? Like, again, we can go back to the Saints. You know, they know they have a bad offensive line. They need to do something about it. They actually did. They actually had some screen passes. They're not very good at screen passes, but they instituted them in their game plan against Jacksonville. Whereas, you know, did Marshall make the adjustments to not having Rasheen Ali? We got to do, you know, how about QB draws, right? You got to somehow stop that rush just for a half a beat, just a little bit. Uh, JMU improves to 7-0. and Marshall is four and three, one and two in the conference. So let's check out the East here. All right. Georgia State, we'll talk about that. They're coming into Lafayette to take on the Cajuns. Uh, both Georgia State and Old Dominion are two and one. Georgia Southern, one and one. App State, one and one. And Marshall is down by Coastal. They're both one and two. I mean, if Georgia State wins this ballgame, Marshall is technically two and a half games 
behind Georgia State because they just beat them. Now, that's going to be tough for them to overcome. That's going to be tough for them to overcome. So we'll see about that uh, moving forward. Uh, but obviously, you know, not surprisingly, and I think I tried to put it on, and I, I when I tried to initially look at the bet, it wasn't there. I had to try a couple of times because they probably changed the line because all of a sudden, no Rasheen Ali, obviously the line's going to change. Uh, but we certainly cashed in on uh, that. Uh, but it was good to see the herd's defense made the adjustments, uh, but there was just no offense. And JMU did more than enough beating them 20 to nine to get the win and stay undefeated. All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll preview what really is the biggest uh, ball game remaining on the Sunbelt schedule. It is Georgia State 5-1 and one coming into Louisiana to take on the Raging Cajuns uh, on homecoming weekend. Uh, and that'll be a big ball game. It is on nationally televised. It is ESPNU. A little bit late, 7 p.m. All right, so we have a double sponsor. We have, we did. Let's see here. This episode is brought to you by, in part, by BetterHelp. Something I've actually used, all right? Do you ever feel like your brain is getting into its own way? Like you know what, sh- what you should do, what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so it can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Again, a couple of issues on my end over here. Saw BetterHelp was offering me assistance and I used it and really convenient. It's late. You know, I presume the person I was talking to may have been on the East Coast. So I'm not doing it until 6.30 Central Time after my radio show. That's late. <coughs> but that's when it was convenient for me. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule, as previously stated. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Locked On College. Yeah, I've used it a couple of times. It is a, a big help. And now it's time for FanDuel. Again, had a little bit of luck last night. That's for sure. There we go. It's always fun to win. <laughs> Snap into this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The, app's, uh, the app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, and we did well. JMU minus five and a half. Uh, yesterday. Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, All right, so let's talk about the rest of of the schedule. It's not, to me, all that impressive except the uh, Raging Cajuns ball game. We'll get to that here in a second, just letting you know what's coming up here in a week eight. Uh, I don't know, I guess we consider South Alabama and Southern Miss, right? Partial, you know, of week eight. Uh, obviously, that was a blowout. We've talked about that, 55-3. to three. Uh, James Madison beats Marshall 20-9. to nine. In addition to Louisiana and Georgia State, you got Georgia Southern and Monroe. 
You have Old Dominion and App State. That is actually a pretty big ball game. You know, I, I misspoke. That's a big ball game for the Monarchs. They need to see what they can do. It's also a big ball game for Sean Clark and App State because App State fans are not happy. And then can Coastal Carolina uh, go on the road and take care of Arkansas State? You know, yeah, actually, you know what? I was wrong. There's three actually good ball games. Monroe, just never know what you're going to get with Monroe. You kind of don't know what you're going to get with Arkansas State. Uh, I think Georgia Southern is going to bounce back, but we'll get to that here. Uh, in the third uh, segment. All right, let's talk about these Cajuns and Georgia State. It is a fantastic matchup. These two teams sort of mirror each other, and it has to do with their quarterbacks and has to do with their running attacks. Cajuns actually averaging more yards per game than Georgia State, 447 to 421. Not a whole, whole lot of difference. All right. Yards passing is almost the same. Georgia State a little bit more, 237 to 223. But the Cajuns are averaging 224 yards on the ground. That is a ton. Georgia State's pretty good at 185. All right. Yards allowed. Cajuns better defensively by about 40 yards, 412 to 370. But here's the key. This will be interesting. Georgia State allows 300 yards in the air per ballgame. That's a lot. But only 111 on the ground. That could be because if you're five and one, you're mostly ahead and you're giving up passing yards instead of running yards. So we'll see. Cajuns don't stuff the run as well. They give up 153 yards on the ground, but only 217 yards in the air. All right. And the Cajuns, uh, mostly because I, I watched them being here in Lafayette a little bit more than others, they have improved each and every week. All right. The offensive line has gotten better. The offensive line has stabilized. All right, the uh, Zion Chris is improving if he can stop making poor decisions. It's not only turning the ball over, it's the poor decisions. All right, you're going to throw interceptions. Not every these guys aren't machines, and not every throw is going to be perfect. Some may be on the inside, some may be on the outside, some will get tipped. Those things happen. He's got to correct his decision making in some of these instances. Whereas I need to take a sack, just go down and not fumble it, and be in second and thirty. Uh, I'm rolling out. My first and second options are not there. I just have to throw it out of bounds, all right? Or just walk out of bounds, either one. Uh, but they've gotten better. All right, he's gotten better. He's really dangerous. They, there was no um, no reason why uh, they should have beaten Texas State. They're down two scores. And Zeon Chris and the defense and the special teams let him back, all right? They were not going to win that ball game. They made too many mistakes early on to – and fall behind, but they came back. And maybe that's where the turning point is. Um, again, if this was in Atlanta, I'd pick Georgia State. I'm picking the Cajuns just because they're at home. That's really it. I think these two teams are, I think you get the before and after. You get Zeon Chris, and I think that's what Darren Granger was. And uh, you got Darren Granger, fifth-year guy, and Zeon Chris, freshman. I think you have the before and after. I really do think this is going to come down to turnovers. Um, maybe who has the ball last and who's who can stop the run and who can run the football. I don't think you have to go deep into analytics to figure out who's going to win this game. I just don't. I think it's I think it's that close. All right. Now, don't misconstrue this. You may, you know, they may end up with, you know, the score may get funky, like last week's Georgia State Marshall ball game, right? It looks like it was a blowout 41-24. And I didn't really watch the whole ball game being at the LSU game, but I saw the running into the kicker penalty. If there's no running into the kicker penalty, Marshall's got all the momentum. They were down 
think 27 to 10. It's now 27-24. Georgia State hasn't moved the ball at all in the second half until the penalty. And Darren Granger and company given a second chance. They take full advantage, go in for the touchdown. And it was basically it. I think Ali had a fumble after that. But if they punt it away and Marshall comes down and scores, doesn't guarantee that they're going to win the ball game. But all of a sudden now it's 31-27 and you got yourself a ball game in the second half. Doesn't turn out that way. Instead of 31-24, it ends up being 34-21. And then Georgia State puts a score on the, on the back end. So scores can be a little bit misleading also. Um, just like Troy and Georgia State, right? Georgia State's going to make a 21-7 to ball game, 21-14. They fumble, and Troy takes it in, goes the distance. They were on the goal line, I guess. And then, you know, Troy takes it the distance eventually and makes what was going to be a 21-14 ball game. Now it's 28-7. So the score may be a little bit misleading. But this has got one score game written all over it. Whose rush defense can stop the other? Whose quarterback can gash the other's defense? Um, I think both guys have plays, you know, that they run specifically, but we've also seen Zeon Chris roll out like he's going to throw and the, the Red Sea parts and he's gone and he makes one move and he turns a 10 to 12 yard run into like a 50 yard run. All right. It's going to be tough to catch him from behind. Same thing goes for Darren Granger. I think it's going to be a great game. We're hoping for a big crowd here at homecoming. That's been an issue for the Raging Cajuns earlier in the week. We talked about rivalry. This is obviously, I don't think there's much of a rivalry in this ball game. But uh, it's it's five and one versus four and two. It's a big ball game for both teams, and hopefully there's a big crowd. I mean, we really should be talking about is there going to be twenty five or thirty thousand people there, and we're hoping for fifteen. To be honest with you, that's that's where we are uh, here in Lafayette. It, it is there's numerous reasons why on and off the field issues, uh, and uh, they they haven't figured out how to bring the people back. The people left, and they haven't been able to figure out how to get them back in the stadium. So hopefully there's a big crowd. It's supposed to be a gorgeous night. Uh, for football, and I think it's going to be a great football game. Again, this was in Atlanta. I'd be picking uh, Georgia State. It's on the road. I'm picking the Cajuns uh, at home, although Georgia State's gone into Coastal and taking care of business. So uh, I don't know how much of an effect that is, but that's how close I think the game is. All right, let's take one more timeout. We will come back and talk about the rest of Week 8 in uh, the Sun Belt. Ooh, we get to talk about bird dogs. My Yeti style tumbler. <laughs> Still just green tea, I promise. All right, bird dogs make you look great. Bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of that stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. And they're great for any occasion. They work for a date, evening out with the guys. You can go work out. You can hang out at the pool. You go golf, whatever you may be doing. Go to birddogs.com slash college. Or enter promo code Locked On College at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. Again, I mine is the, don't have the water bottle. I still have the Yeti style tumbler. All right. 
All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's wrap up uh, the week eight preview. And you do have some big ball games. Uh, all right, whether they're the top teams or not, ODU, again, is two and one in the Sunbelt. If they take down App State, they're, they're, I don't know about the driver's seat, but they're certainly in that spot to win the East. And the whole, there's been a whole thing this week, right, about JMU being denied and, you know, the NCAA being not, seem being very subjective compared to when they let others, you know, they get a waiver through to go to a bowl game. And it really is the Sun Belt. There's the whole thing there. Maybe that's a good episode. Maybe we'll get a, uh, uh, we'll talk about that in a different episode. Anyways, Old Dominion is two and one. Don't know what's going on with the quarterbacks there. They seem to be going back and forth. Will Noel play for App State? He played in that, he had one carry against Coastal and then was out. So it'll be interesting to see if he comes back. Uh, I, I'm going to guess that Ryan Berger is not back, right? He was he was warming up against Coastal, but he was still on the sidelines. Troy Aguilar has played pretty well. 14 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, this is a big ball game at home for ODU. Also on national TV on the NFL Network. Uh, also a big ball game for App State. I don't think Sean Clark should be on the hot seat. They've lost in double overtime to North Carolina, and they've lost on field goals to uh, Wyoming and Coastal Carolina. Those are tough losses. App State has a higher standard, and they don't accept those things. So we'll see. I don't think he should be on the hot seat, but uh, fans uh, in lovely Boone, North Carolina, are not particularly happy. Lose to Old Dominion, and maybe the uh, the seat gets to a simmer or something along those lines. All right, Georgia Southern didn't show up at all against JMU. That's why I was so surprised what happened against Marshall uh, in terms of JMU's offense. Let's see if they bounce back against uh, Monroe. Uh, it's been a, a, a crazy season for Monroe, right? They start out 2-0 for the first time since 2018. Uh, A&M was in there, so they're going to lose that ball game. You know, they have a chance to beat App State to go up two scores late. They get a goal line stand against them, then give up a 54-yard, a 54-yarder uh, field goal to lose uh, the ball game. All right, then uh, they didn't show up against South Alabama, or South Alabama figured things out. Right, South Alabama's only scored 110 points in the last uh, two ball games, and they lose 55 to seven. And then they had Texas State. Texas State, they were down, they were up by 20 to 9 after a pick six. Uh, and then Texas State puts two scores on the board. Not the Warhawks defense was the issue. It was the offense. They went three and out when they had a chance to run out the clock. So that was the issue there. Uh, I think Georgia Southern, 17 points. It seems like a lot, but I would take the Eagles uh, in that one. I am going to take, you know what? I'm going to roll with Old Dominion. App State may win that ball game, but I'm going to take Old Dominion at home with a six and a half. Give me the six and a half. I think Old Dominion. Uh, keeps it close. Arkansas State also been up and down. And I guess it depends on which offense Coastal Carolina shows up with. Are we showing up with the Jamie Chadwell offense that works so well against Georgia Southern? Or do we do the Tim Beck offense? I would stick with the Jamie Chadwell offense. Really difficult to defend. Uh, Arkansas State, it, it's either all or nothing with Arkansas State. They either put up like 40 points or nothing. They've lost 73 to nothing. 37 to 3 and 37 to 3. They've won 31 7, 44 37. 
27 and 52 28. It is crazy. So in their wins, they're averaging somewhere around, I don't know, 40 points. And in their losses, they're averaging less than three. <laughs> what is that? That's crazy. That's insane. So uh, I, 10 points is a lot. 10 points is a lot. Let me see the home games. Um, they did lose at home 37 to three. So I'm going to take Coastal in this one. I, I, if, I'm going to take Coastal. Uh, uh, I think they'll win by 10. I think, you know, something like probably 34 to 20, something along those lines, 31, 20. We'll see. All right. Uh, but there are some big ball games. Coastal Carolina can get back into this team. They're, uh, they're uh, record up at two and two. Let me check out again the standings. So let's see here in the East. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, Georgia State and Old Dominion, huge, huge games this week. Georgia Southern trying to get back into it. They're a half a game out. App State, a half a game out. Marshall and Coastal behind the eight ball at one and two. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll have a full recap uh, on Monday. Uh, We'll see if we get some instant recaps this weekend. Again, Mama Schultz is in town, so we need to entertain her. We may not be watching too much college football on Saturday until we take her to the Cajuns game. All right. Uh, Again, everybody, have a great weekend. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in to a Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.